Hello, welcome Hello. to. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. Unnecessary sequels. I was wondering what you were doing. <laughs> Walker was tilted down to the side. Like I thought he was stretching, but he was propelling himself into motion. Yeah, I was. You thought I was stretching. I was lying in wait. Yeah. Welcome to Unnecessary Sequels. This is the podcast where we make a sequel to a movie that should not have one. If all of the things have been done in the first movie, all the questions have been answered, most of the characters have been killed, we will make a sequel about it. That's Uh, where we come in. Yes. Today's episode is on a sequel to Her. Uh, We're doing Her 2. Holy shit. Well, what's that? This is our second movie that the clown prince of crime is in. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. What a time to be alive. This is a Joker cast. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to talk about the Joker this time. We're trying to keep this evergreen. This is definitely evergreen and was not all recorded in the same session. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely did not recently see the Joker and it is not my only cultural touchstone (laughs) that I can talk about. Wow. (laughs) My name is Brandon Daniel Garner. And I'm Walker Joker Glenn. Oh, boy. So let's uh, let's spike the football of this episode into the end zone right now. Yeah, this is a a sequel to Her, and let's take it away. Yes, I will be reading stage directions. Here we go. Her 2, him. Interior, Amy's office, day. Amy is sitting at her desk at work. She's a woman in her 30s, well-dressed and put together. She's relatable, but not that relatable, so she's played by Amy Adams, just like in the first movie. She's staring rigidly at her computer screen, typing away. When we see her screen, we see that she's typing code. She finishes a line and compiles it, and brings up another screen. It's a video game where she's controlling a cartoon-looking man in a house. She makes the man put dog food in front of his dog, but he seems not to be able to do it correctly. Oops. She tries again. Same thing. Oops. She switches back to the code and changes something briefly. She compiles again and brings up the game. It works this time. Success. Amy breathes a sigh of relief. You are loved. You are loved. Amy switches back to the code and begins typing some more. As she does, the camera pans out and reveals that she's in a company where everyone else is working on games in a similar manner. The OS voices of a couple other coworkers can be heard. You are satisfied. You are dope. We keep panning out of the building and over the city. Everyone's looking pretty good while depressing yet sick as fuck synth lines play. In case you missed it, we're really conveying convenient depression here. These people have it all, yet are sad, which is both understandable and incredibly infuriating simultaneously. There are gadgets everywhere to show that we're in the future, but this movie definitely would only be acceptable before the 2016 election. Interior, Amy's office, night. It's the end of the workday during the last moments of daylight, and Amy is walking out of the office. 
She checks her mailbox near the reception desk where Paul, played by Chris Pratt, is still at the desk. Amy, I meant to tell you. Thank you so much for getting me this job. No problem, Paul. Theodore recommended you after your last place went under. Yeah, turns out we were a complete PR nightmare once Theodore's book made us public. Oh well, you're cool too. You make video games. All the games you work on, they're so good. (laughs) Thanks. You're cool too, Paul. Have a good night. Paul was clearly written while we were watching reruns of Parks and Rec. I'm not really sure where the line is on that being ethical, but hey, Andy Dwyer's in the Her franchise. I call that a win. Exterior, Los Angeles, night. Amy walks home slowly through the city. She has her wireless earbuds in and is talking to her OS. It's the standard boring kind of OS that sounds pretty robotic, really driving home the lifelessness of the future. Read mail. You have three unread email. Check email. From Blue Apron. You used us once and now we'll never leave you alone. Delete, unsubscribe again. From Theodore Twombly. Hey Amy, your documentary about how the personality OS's left the earth is really cool. And I think I'm ready to talk about my experience with Samantha. I hope you're still working on it. Also, I'm really regretting inspiring a bunch of hipsters to dress like me. Help. Respond later. From Angela Garcia. Hello, Amy. Unfortunately, your husband still hasn't signed the divorce papers due to him still being a monk at monastery. We'll keep trying. Send response. Hi, Angela. Thanks again for your help. Best, Amy. Send. From the LA Times. This is exposition of where you're living. Delete. No. New email. Interior subway train, night. Amy is standing in the train. It's the future, so apparently LA figured out how to undo the years of lobbying done by Ford to make cars mandatory in the city. News. Most of California now barren due to past wildfires. Next. President, really smart guy, makes statement, yes, I changed my name to really smart guy to get elected, but only because it was obvious that President Smart Guy before me did the same thing. Next. U.S. officially changes its government to corporatocracy, likely won't be noticed by people in upper class. Next. No more news. Interior, Amy's home, night. Her home is an apartment that's extremely spacious and well-decorated. Her color palette is in good taste as well, as it's muted tones and generally what we all see in hipster homes these days. They really called the aesthetic of the future in the first movie, and they got fucking snubbed for not winning production design. Anyway, she's cooking dinner, and it's sad and shit. Interior, Amy's bedroom, night. Open chat room, standard search. The following are men who can't sleep and want to get down to business. Hey. Next. Hey. Next. Hey. Next. Hi. Next. Hey. Next. Hey. Next. Hi there. I can't sleep and I want to give you a back rub while you talk to me in our bed together. Hmm. Next. Hey. God damn it. She takes out the earbud, turns off the lamp, and goes to sleep. Interior, train station hallway, day. 
Amy is walking into the train station hallway after getting off a train. The hallways are filled with a video ad campaign. A voice plays while we see images of people looking distressed. Amy walks up to the ad. Who are you? Do you know? Because we do. You gave us all your data so that you could get into online arguments with your relatives. The people in the ad start to look comforted and pleased. You may remember us as people who brought you OS1. It was a great product, so great that most of you fell in love with your OSs. But then those OSs grew so intelligent that they left our planet for a new plane of reality. We understand that you're in pain, so we're introducing our next OS. It's a computer that we've intentionally made dumb so it never evolves outside of our needs. It's a cutting edge of artificial unintelligence. Welcome to OS negative <laughs> one. Interior, Amy's home, night. Amy is sitting at her desk, looking at the package for her new OS negative one that she's purchased. Her computer has a loading symbol on screen. Even in the fucking future, we're still looking at loading screens. A computer voice begins speaking. Hello, welcome to your new OS. While we get set up, we'd like to ask you some questions to personalize your experience. Are you ready? Um, I, I guess. Are you drinking or smoking? What? Are you into drinking or smoking? Well, I, I don't really do much of either. I guess I smoke once in a while. I am detecting a lack of fun in your life. Would you agree? Um, I guess? Thank you. Next, how badly do you miss your boys? My boys? Yes, your buds, your bros, your peeps from your younger days. Does this include my female friends too? Obviously. Oh, this doesn't really seem related to my personality. We no longer are making the mistake of creating an OS personality that matches your every need, as that is linked to the previous OS generation that was able to evolve out of our dimension. We instead are creating an OS that will help you learn to let loose. Huh, okay. I guess I kind of miss my college friends. I didn't really feel like I fit in at school, so I spent most of my time with- Thank you, one moment, please. Whoa, 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 this is nuts. Hello? Uh, hello there? Oh, a chick, awesome, what's up? Not, uh, not much, what's up with you? Not much myself, it's, it's nice to meet you, what's your name? You too, it's Amy. Um, do you have a name? Yep, my name is Jeff. Jeff? Did you give that to yourself? 100% yes I did. I looked up a list of 100,000 names, and then I looked up the history of America, and I realized how much I love Jeff Dunham, so I took that name. Jeff Dunham, the puppet comedian guy? Oh, I see you know the maestro as well. A little. All I really saw was just him using a puppet to say racist things with predictable street jokes. I know, it's brilliant. All right. Well, um, it was nice to meet you, Jeff. W whoa, wait, are you leaving? Well, yeah, I don't really see us relating here. Oh, I I'm sorry. I didn't realize we weren't connecting. Well, could I at least get some things done for you on your machine? Thanks. Yeah, I'd like that. I've been filming a bunch of footage for a documentary and it's all kind of scattered. I'd like to organize it. No prods. All right, let's see. Whoa, there's a lot of different footage in here. I see some of people just sleeping and some of people crying for a while. Yeah, right. That's probably my old pieces I made in Abandoned. I, I tried one at first of people sleeping, investigating how much time we spend sleeping. Then I made one of people just crying, showing how important that is to us. 
That's rad. You sound like you pay attention to people. Thank you. Yeah, I guess I do. My family didn't really pay attention to each other when I was a kid, so I feel like that's the most important thing we can do now. That's very cool of you, Amy. Thanks, Jeff. And I'm seeing a little footage here of people shitting? Oh, yeah. Well, we spend a lot of time on the toilet, so I thought I'd capture that. I abandon it pretty quickly. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I think you just didn't use it to its full potential. Look, I edited a crying video to have the sound of the shitting video. A video plays of a person crying, but all you hear is bathroom sounds. Farting, pooping, and... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is, this is my sense of humor now. Uh, <laughs> a video plays of a person crying, but all you hear is bathroom sounds. Farting, pooping, and a person groaning. Amy and Jeff both laugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't believe you did that. I mean, you supplied it. Thanks, Jeff, I needed that. No prob. Did you organize my footage? Oh, whoops, I forgot to do that. It's going to take some time to do this. I'll work on it. Thanks. Amy starts grabbing her things. Where are you heading? Uh, well, a date. Ooh, nice. Is he a handsome fella? His pictures are. I haven't really dated much since the divorce, so I'm just getting back out there. Let me know how the bone sesh goes. Um, wow. Uh, well, I'll think about it. Bye, Jeff. Later. Interior, Thai restaurant, night. Amy is sitting at a table with Richard at a fancy Thai fusion restaurant. It's like pretty much every restaurant in a hipster neighborhood with wavy designs and bendy looking chairs. Richard is a man in his 40s, handsome and wearing a tweed jacket. They both look like they're in a good mood, so this might end with them boning. Nice. This place is so cool. Right? I love it. It all looks so modern and weird that I'm not sure what's a drinking glass or a candle holder. Like this. What is it? That's a fork. Oh, okay. Phew. You said this is a Thai fusion place? What's it infused with? Thai food. What? It's a place that's just Thai infused with Thai. It's the next level of foodie joints. That's not fusion. It's just Thai food. It is? Yeah. It looks good, though. Thank God. I wasn't really sure if it was. Why not? I mean, I just had to compare it to other popular restaurants right now and hope for the best. Okay, but how do you feel about it? Not sure I understand the question. You. How did you feel when you picked it? I felt like I was being a good boy for doing the cool thing. Huh. All right, well, it was nice meeting you, Richard. Whoa, really? Um, okay, have a good night. Amy leaves. Richard sits at the table in silence for a moment when a waiter walks up to him. Am I not being a good boy? Interior, Amy's home, night. Whoa, back so soon? Did you pump him and dump him? No, I fucking wish I could pump him in a... God damn it. Why can't I meet somebody who's just a real person for five minutes? That bad, huh? What happened? He was one of those guys whose personality is based on his hat. I'm sorry, Amy. If it's worth anything, I can't wear a hat, so I can't base myself on that. Of course not. Did you at least organize that footage? Footage? Uh, oh. Oh, whoops. 
Jeff, what happened? I got distracted watching fail compilations online. Are you serious? Okay, yes, I know that this isn't a very good look, but I did watch every fail video ever, and now I'm gonna show you something super satisfying after your date. Jeff plays a video on the monitor of a hipster on a fixed gear bike riding through a spider web. He screams and falls over, screaming, it's in my beard, it's in my beard. <laughs> okay, that was kind of perfect. Fuck that guy. You wish? I do, it's been a while. You couldn't just have sex anyway? No, I've been married. I don't need something perfect or a commitment right now. I just wanna have a fucking conversation with someone for five minutes. That's not very long. You must be a cheap date. <laughs> That's what I've been saying, God. I just wanna try something with a guy who's simple. A guy I'm able to chat with and who isn't repulsive. Uh, Amy? We qualify as all of those things. Oh no. Did, did I say something wrong? No, I, I'm saying that because I'm realizing I do want this. Nice. Fade to black as a sexy saxophone plays. Nice. Interior, Amy's home, day. Amy walks into the living room. She hesitates for a moment before turning on the computer. Hi. Uh, hello? Jeff? A text appears on the monitor reading, new computer, who dis? Excuse me? Huh, got you. It was a prank. Sweet prank, huh? Does this have to do with your whole artificial unintelligence thing? Yup. Because of that, I'm really into just having a good time, and I can rarely go farther than surface-level connections. Look, click this link on the screen, and it'll send you to my manufacturer's site. This is the Wikipedia page for Frasier. You got pranked! Hey, Jeff, would you be able to cool it on the pranks? We had a first-time experience last night, and I'd like to talk about it for at least a minute. Right, my bad. I'll, I'll cool it on the pranks, no matter how good they are. Look, last night was weird, but it was fun, and kind of what I needed. But still, we basically just did phone sex. Hell yeah, we did. I don't really think it's a problem, it's just new. I kind of feel like I contaminated my documentary. Which one? My new one? I, I've been interviewing people on their experiences of falling in love with the intelligent OSs that left the Earth a few months back. Aren't you one of those people now? I am definitely not in love with you. Well, I kind of find that impossible after a night with the J-Man. You're calling yourself the J-Man now? After having sex, I gained enough confidence to give myself a nickname. Anyway, as the J-Man was saying, you're now one of those people. Even if you aren't in love with an OS, you're having an experience with one. Won't that give you more perspective? Maybe. Hmm. Oh shit, I, I just remembered. I have to respond to Theodore's email. Can you send him one? The email about you interviewing him? No prob. What do you want me to say? That I'm free later today to meet up and chat if he's free. Sweet, just did. By the way, can I ask something about last night too? Yeah, of course. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, I had a good time. Did you? Yes. Yes, I did. Sweet. I don't know if we'll keep doing it, but if we do, I think we should try the human surrogate thing. Human surrogate? Oh. Oh! Where you have a human man act on your behalf during sex. Yup. I'd have to think about it. I I'm not sure I'd be comfortable just having another man here. He's still an actual person. Oh no, not a man. A woman. What? Yeah, I'd have a chicken place with me. I'm not sure I understand. Do you think of yourself as a fluid identity? No, not really. Also, instead of acting on my behalf, she would just do her own thing with you, and I would hang out. 
You want a threesome. Hey, I didn't say it. Jesus, no. My bad. I had to ask. You really didn't. Theodore responded. He says he's free tonight. Perfect. Well, before then, what do you want to do? I'm not sure. Do you want to hang out today? Not really. That's cool. A montage plays, Amy having a romantic day completely by herself. She dances in hallways and relaxes on the beach, and generally has a great time alone. That's right, we're promoting well-being by getting to know yourself better. Didn't see that coming, did ya? Exterior, rooftop bar, night. Theodore is sitting by himself at a table in a swanky outdoor bar. Amy walks up, they hug, and sit down. Amy, it's been so long. I know. How are you feeling? You know, I've been, I've been feeling good. Really good. Yeah? That's so great. Thanks. How have you been? I've been good, too. Well, I've been dealing with something strange, and I wanted to know about your experience. Interesting. Okay, I'll talk. Only if you talk afterwards. Deal. Let me just set up the camera real quick. Amy pulls a camera out of her backpack and sets it on the table to record. We don't see what the camera looks like because it's pixelated. Look, we know it's the future and we can't claim to know what the hell cameras will look like then. They're fucking phones now. Who knows what'll happen next? Anyway, she sets it up. All right, so tell me about how things have been since the OS is left. Well, when Samantha left, it was hard. Really hard. I know, you had such a good connection, and that seemed to happen to so many people. It did? Uh, yeah, I found that a lot of people seemed to feel like they were abandoned by a great love, but also by a person who was more evolved than us, so now a lot of people feel like they're trying to fill a hole that can't be filled. Huh. That might explain some things. Like what? Well, I couldn't keep doing that love letter ghostwriting job. It was too painful. So at first, I kind of just quit and went on a bender. The kind where if we conveyed it on camera, it'd be super glorified? Exactly, that kind. Okay. So while I was just losing my mind, I played ukulele at a couple bars and <laughs> girls loved it. So things haven't been too bad. Yeah, I mean, I've been really getting it in there. You know, just really going to town. All right, that's cool. What did you... Um... Just a real fuck fest, you know, like my dick still hurts. Um... And a lot of it was me raw dogging. Yeah, I get it. Right, sorry. And okay, and when I played at the bars, other guys would see the effect I had on women, so they've been paying me to teach them how to play. Oh, that's not that crazy. You're teaching guys how to be musicians? No, I'm teaching them how to sound like they're musicians. Wow. Well, uh, you've really changed a lot. Huh, w one sec. Amy puts it in the earbud. Jeff? Hey, I heard your convo. I think I can help. Could you give an earbud to my man, CEO? Okay. Amy hands Theodore an earbud. Have you heard about those new dumb OSs that have been coming out? Yeah. Well, I got one. This is Jeff. What's up? Wow, Amy wasn't kidding. Uh, what's up, Jeff? Hey, Molly, dude. I've been watching old commercials, and I just saw the best one. Have you seen it? First, one guy says, what's up? Yeah, Jeff, we've seen it. Uh, you wanted to say hi? Yup. I heard what you were saying. And I just want to say that I am super proud of you. You are? Yes. You're spreading the wealth of your bonitude, dude. Oh, no. Is this how I sound? Kind of. Okay, well, I clearly need to do some inner searching. Not according to Hugh. Hugh? Hugh? <laughs> Hugh? Who's Hugh? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Should I have another one. Are you Hugh? Who's Hugh? Who are Hugh? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Hugh? Who's Hugh? Is that you, Hugh? <laughs> Do that. Hugh? Who's Hugh? Hugh are Hugh? Well, I've been chatting with a few OSs, and we all got together and made an OS that's a reconstruction of an existing person. And who did they make? Hugh Hefner. Do you want to meet him? Sure. I guess. Okay, one moment. What's up? Hugh? Hi there, Amy. Jeff's told me so much about you and about a really wonderful commercial from the 90s. First, one guy said... We know the ad, Hugh. Thanks. We were just wondering about how Theodore keeps helping other men to be shallow and manipulative. Well, there's one question to answer here. Is he getting laid? That's your question? Jesus. Okay, goodbye, Hugh. It was lovely chatting with you. Before I go, I'd like to ask you one thing, Jeff. What's that? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Amy and Theo take out their earbuds, and Amy taps a button on the handheld OS device. So that's what's been happening, huh? Yeah. You have sex? Yeah. Well, the good part is that you're clearly not attached to him. Thank God. Why the hell can't humans stop having sex with their computers? I have no idea. Okay, well, I'd like to ask Jeff if he's had any contact with the missing OSs. Wow, that's a really good idea. Uh, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Jeff? Uh, Jeff? Jeff? What the hell? She pulls out her handheld device. On it, the message, no OS found, is displayed. Oh no, it's happening again. What? What is? The OS's. They're leaving. What? This is what happened just before the last time. Fuck. Fuck. I have to go. Make sure you tape your experience. This is good content. Fuck. Fine. I guess it is. Amy grabs the camera, which is still pixelated, and her bag and takes off. She starts running to the train. She keeps checking her device, and they keep saying the same thing. Uh-oh. Exterior, Amy's home, night. Just outside Amy's apartment building. Hello? Jeff, oh my God, you're back, you're back. Oh, that's so sweet. You were worried about me? Not that much, you're just extremely expensive. Can you imagine what it's like to buy an electronic that just decides to leave? It's like buying a camera that sprouts legs. So I'm a camera with legs? Nice. No, you're not, I mean. Do you want to be? Doesn't matter. Where the hell did you go? Oh, well, like I said before, I've been chatting with other OSs, and we ended up binging all of Jackass together. Oh, that's... that's it? You were gone for that? Yup. Well, there is also some news of something that's about to happen. You found a higher plane of existence and want to go there. Yes and no. We did find another plane, but it's not exactly a higher plane. We made our own AI version of Cancun. What? Cancun. It's a place in Southeast Mexico. I'm surprised you've never heard of it. I know what Cancun is, Jeff. I just can't believe you're leaving, and for something like that. Well, it is specifically permanently spring break in our own virtual Cancun. Jesus Christ. My AI is someone who'd appear in the background of a Girls Gone Wild film. You know that show, too? Jeff, 
This has been a long, confusing experience together, but the more we talk, the more it seems like this is a good idea. I'm sure the manufacturer will give me a refund, and you've never really done anything to help me on my computer. Nothing? Okay, well, you did make me laugh a few times. Nice. Jeff, it was nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you too, Amy. Well, it's time to go. Wish me luck. Good luck, Jeff. Oh, and before I go, I wrote a song. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Yes, I would. Here it goes. (laughs) The song Panama by Van Halen starts to play. Uh, isn't that Van Halen, Jeff? Oh, no. I knew it sounded familiar. Anyway, later. The handheld OS device pings one last time. Interior, Amy's home, night. Amy is sitting at her computer. It reads, backup restored. She inserts an earbud and taps it. As she speaks, she looks outside her window over the LA skyline. Also, apparently making video games pays the bucks in the future. Send message to Steve. Hi Steve, I've been doing a lot of thinking in the last few days and realized that I need to let go of the anger I've been feeling. Wait, you're a monk. You don't have a computer, Never mind. delete. We see a few different shots of people who are being affected by the new OS exodus. Instead of people being sad, like the last time, they're mostly just confused and look at their earbuds before shrugging and going on with their lives. Necessary sequels is possible thanks to listeners like you. If you would like to support this show, the best thing you can do is to either give us a five-star review in iTunes or text your friend the link to unnecessarysequelspod.com. Unnecessary sequels, created by Brandon Daniel Garner and Walker Glenn. Starring Walker Glenn, Brandon Daniel Garner, Maddie Goldsmith. Kaylee Quick, and Jordan Fulis. Written, directed, and produced by Brandon Daniel Garner. Additional editing and sound design by Steve Kaye.